Nothing is quite guaranteed to evoke a visceral reaction in the broader populace than some church figure or church organisation daring to make a statement on public policy. You can almost pick it every time. We've seen it in recent weeks and months and we'll be seeing it again, no doubt, any time some church figure dares to stand up on his feet or her feet and say, the church thinks this. And you can then insert any issue after that that you like because it applies in a fairly broad context. Most people think that the world is about to come to an end whenever the church dares to involve itself in public discourse. Shocking behaviour it is. Brings up that whole question of the separation of church and state. It's some of those things that we have to face in this contemporary setting. The responses can be grouped into three fairly broad categories. The first one goes something along the lines of the church should be paying its taxes if it wants to be involved in public debate. The second one says the church should get its house, its own house in order if it wants to be involved in public debate. And the third one goes something along the lines of the church does not get involved in public debate. It belongs in the sacristy and there it should stay or you know, words to that effect. Putting aside for one moment the fascinating conversation we could have about the section 116 of the Australian Constitution, which deals with religion, there's nothing absolutely correct in anything that's said by people who object to church or church figures or indeed people of faith standing up and daring to engage in the public debate and discourse that goes on in our society. Absolutely nothing. And if we want to know why that's true, we listen to the gospel tonight. The Pharisees and their cohorts wanted to trap Jesus in a dichotomy. It was either this or that they wanted him to side with, either being faithful to God and thereby refusing to pay tax, or siding with the Roman state, the conquerors, the suppressors of the people and paying the tax. No matter which way he would have answered that question, they would have had him. But Jesus, of course, knew what they were up to and he said, no, it is quite possible for any person to be both faithful to God and a faithful citizen. The two are not diametrically opposed. It is possible to be both. It's hard work, granted, but it is possible to be both faithful to what God asks of us and to be a faithful citizen of the country in which we live. And it's because of one simple fact. When we were baptised, we were entrusted with a fundamental mission to proclaim the gospel into the world in which we live. That doesn't mean we have to go off to the nearest street corner, get a soapbox and start reading from the gospel book itself but it does mean that we are called to live because we've read that book, because we have read the Word of God and allowed it to change the way we live and work and act in this world. And because of that, we are called to bear witness, and that means being involved in public discourse. It's part of a Christian's duty to be engaged in public discourse and debate and to bring the whole of that person to that debate, which means we can't separate faith from us. We can't say we're going to put 
faith back over there in the sacristy where it belongs and only engage with public discourse from this part of us because that's not the way it works. If people think we can do that, they fail to grasp some basic anthropological realities. I am who I am because of everything that I've experienced in my life. My family, my culture, the town in which I grew up, my education, and yes, my faith. It makes me who I am. And because of who I am, I engage in public discourse. I bring all of who I am to public discourse. I can't separate any of those aspects away and leave them somewhere else. And I'm not going to sit in the sacristy, I'm sorry. As a faithful Christian, I'm called to engage in the world, to sometimes speak truth to power, to sometimes say, yeah, no, that's not exactly what I would believe in to dare and be prepared to engage in acts of civil disobedience from time to time. That's the task of the Christian. Because if we don't, then we have fundamentally failed to accept our mission to proclaim the gospel. If we are not prepared to stand up and be faithful and be real and engage in public discourse with everything that we bring to it, including our faith, then all we're doing is failing miserably. And if that's the case, we should pack up and go home now. <laughs>